Good morning, UNCW. From your local news team at the Seahawk, I'm Camden Harris, your host for the Sea Talk podcast. Today is Monday, October 25th, and let's get right into our latest headlines. With only a week left in October, that can only mean one thing. College basketball season is finally here. Before UNCW men's basketball opens the 2021-22 campaign with the home exhibition matchup against Francis Marion, questions are being asked about what type of season the Seahawks are going to have. The predictions being discussed have not been promising for UNCW. After a subpar 2021, finishing 7-10 overall and 1-6 in conference play, the CAA preseason polls are picking the Seahawks to finish last in the conference once again. Some coaches want their team to ignore the preseason talk, but not UNCW head coach Takayo Siddle. We posted it everywhere in our locker room for them to see, but we haven't really addressed it with the team, Siddle said. Our main focus, and always will be, to do the day in front of us well. Something to consider, though, is what may have gone under the radar of the preseason polls, and that would be the newcomers that the Seahawks team features and how much production they may provide to the team. What might possibly have been the biggest change on the court for the Seahawks since bringing in Coach Siddle was the increase in scoring. Two seasons ago, under former head coach C.B. McGrath and interim head coach Rob Burke, the team finished ninth in the conference when it came to scoring. Last season, Siddle had the team finish second in the CAA in scoring. With a guard-heavy, quick, and athletic roster, Siddle does not plan on slowing the scoring down this season. Siddle said the team's identity will be playing fast and aggressive on both ends of the floor and the roster is tailored to play an up-tempo style of basketball. During the four-year gap since Siddle and the rest of Kevin Keith's staff had left in 2017, the team had only won a total of 38 games, which is only nine more than Keats had won as head coach of the Seahawks in the 2016 and 2017 season alone. Though with Siddle back, there is hope again that Seahawk basketball can return to the top of the CAA. The second-year head coach is confident that the team is headed in that direction. Coming off of a not-so-impressive season, students may be turned away from coming to games at the beginning of the season. However, Coach Siddle has a message to the student body about why they should come out to watch the team. We play hard, tough, smart, and together. We're 10 deep with guys that can really score the basketball. We want to score 80 to 90 points per game, so there will be a lot of threes, dunks, and pressing. I like to call this team the Bugatti of college basketball, which is one of the fastest cars in the world. So buckle your seatbelts and enjoy the ride. For our next story, it's Mayhem on Ice. UNCW's hockey fans are unlike any other, and the UNCW hockey team knows it wouldn't be the same without them. The Seahawks have been known to draw impressive crowds on the weekends at the Wilmington Ice House, with attendance numbers reaching upwards of 1,000 individuals. UNCW hockey has a reputation for being the hottest ticket in town. Not only is the game day atmosphere unmatched, but the Seahawks have been dominant on the ice in recent years. After another hot start in 2021, UNCW finds itself near the top of the ACCHL standings. Now, while UNCW has a talented roster, the players can't help but recognize the fans' impact on the team's record this season. No other team in the league receives the same level of support from its fan base, and the Seahawks are reaping the benefits of this advantage. Following the 2020 season, a year that saw no Seahawk hockey due to COVID-19, coaches and players share the fans' excitement for the current 2021 campaign. And for those who have yet to attend a UNCW hockey game, it's really an experience unlike any other. Take a sweatshirt, warm up your vocals, and get ready to be surrounded by one of the largest crowds you will find at a UNCW athletic event. As senior defenseman Logan Stewart puts it, it's a party. The music is loud and the fans are louder. Coming to UNCW and seeing all the support around it is really special. 
And I can tell you, it is something pretty unique, folks. Coming from experience, I can't say I've ever been to another hockey game where the guy who drives the Zamboni is a mascot, to a degree. In addition to having built a close relationship with his fanbase, UNCW hockey players have built a strong bond with each other. After hiring Rich Brower as the head coach in 2019, the Seahawks have adopted a new culture and a winning mentality. Senior forward Sam Coppin said, Ever since we brought in Coach Brower, he has preached, Change the culture. This has been something that has led us to acquire a lot of talent and has helped us be very successful this season. Well, if any of you want to go to a UNCW hockey game after hearing this story, you're in luck. The Seahawks will face off against East Carolina in its next home match on October 29th at 10pm. Tickets will be sold at the door prior to the game. Over the last three years, Wilmington has regained traction as one of the most sought-after production locations in North Carolina. With several films and TV shows in production and in pre-production currently, it can be said that the city is reclaiming the prominence it held in the 1980s as being the setting for a multitude of films. As Wilmington's film industry continues to grow, so does the amount of production jobs in the area. A $400,000 grant is currently planned to be awarded to the nonprofit Film Partnership in North Carolina by the Wilmington City Council. The partners of the initiative consist of the NC Department of Commerce, Wilmington Regional Film Commission, UNC School of the Arts in Winston-Salem, the International Alliance of Theatrical Stage Employees, and the GLOW Academy. Wilmington's funding for this initiative comes from the American Rescue Plan Act, of which the city will receive $26 million in funding from two installments over the course of two years. The goal for this program is to enrich diversity within the Wilmington Film Ministry, with a strong focus on females and minorities, and motivate passion-driven artists to explore their talent in a practical and professional setting. This experience doesn't strictly aim to give individuals knowledge and a pathway into the film industry, but it also financially rewards participants for their work on sets. Later this year, a minimum of 90 pupils can enlist in an on-the-job training session that will pay them $15 an hour, along with 10 hours worth of pre-approved overtime at $22.50 an hour. In a press release, Wilmington Mayor Bill Sappho was quoted in saying the following, this initiative will create a pipeline of qualified local talent that's ready to work while bolstering Wilmington's status as a place where film is welcome and embraced. We're grateful that we can use the American Rescue Plan funding to continue investing in vital areas of service, like workforce development. Wilmington is ripe with countless opportunities at the moment for film studies students and graduates to become involved with the town's productions. North Carolina is on track to exceed a $400 million production value in what many people are considering to be one of the state's most successful years for film in quite some time. The new initiative would come in at an appropriate time when productions that are in need of crew members will be able to find them through the program. Although the Film Workforce Initiative is still under consideration by Wilmington City Council, one can't deny the appeal that it may have to UNCW film students and aspiring filmmakers. Even more so, the initiative could potentially see Wilmington's role as the natural hub for filmmaking in North Carolina. For our final story today, after months of hungrily and patiently waiting for the construction to be completed, the Shore Dining Hall has now opened its doors to the students of UNCW. The Shore is located behind the Recreation Center and can be accessed via Price Drive or from the paths that connect it to the Hub Lawn. The Dining Hall officially opened its doors to all UNCW students on October 6th and has regular weekday hours from 7am to 10pm and from 9am to 8pm on weekends. The Shore serves as a conveniently closer dining option for students living around the Hub and it also delivers more food options for the entire student population as a whole. The Shore is much like its nearest counterpart, Wagner Dining Hall, with its buffet-style food court layout where the students can approach different counters to acquire a meal of their choice. Much like other dining options available on campus, the Shore will accept meal swipes, food dollars, Seahawk bucks, cash, or credit according to the UNCW Campus Dining's Instagram page. 
However, what makes the Shore stand apart from Wagner Dining Hall is the variety of food available for students, as it features a variety of unique stations, each pertaining to a different food type. A student has the option of eating from the hearth, which serves pizza and pasta, everything bowl, which serves salads, the custom sandwich bar called Carolina Home, and Daybreak, which serves breakfast all day. Finally, though, is Baja, which, among the student populace, seems to be one of the more popular options out there, which features a variety of Mexican food. The layout of the building itself also serves as a picturesque study area, with tall windows displaying a grand view of Sandpiper and Pelican Halls. Plenty of seating and a pleasant atmosphere while delivering both comfort and convenience. The Shore is a welcoming new addition to UNCW's ever-increasing and diverse range of meal options for its students to enjoy. Well, that's going to do it for us here this week at the Sea Talk Podcast. Thank you all for tuning in, and we will see you next week. Have a good one, Seahawks.